This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. So we've just been getting an update and you know trying to figure out more information on what happened in Ketchikan, Alaska yesterday, where it looks like four people have been confirmed dead. Many others have been injured at this point. Uh, one of the people who is believed to have been killed in this is Canadian, and this all has to do with the two two kind of sightseeing air airplanes that crashed midair in a in an area that is very common to see sightseeing airplanes. We were just speaking with Jerry Kiefer, who's the incident commander for the Ketchikan Volunteer Rescue Squad, and he referred to the community as being a very air-oriented community. Now, if you've watched any reality TV show that has to do with Alaska, and there are so many of them right now, then you know how common it is uh, for people to have a pilot's license, right? You have to fly in and out of all of those communities. So it's very common to have many, many small planes there. And on top of that, they've got all of these cruise ships that show on, on a, show up on a regular basis at this time of year. And many people uh, take these excursions uh, to go and take a look at, at different areas in and around Ketchikan on a small airplane. That's what was going on here, is that a couple of these planes had been just returning from Misty Fjords, uh, taking a look at some of the spectacular scenery there. One of the planes had uh, 10 cruise ship passengers and a pilot. It collided with another plane that had four other passengers and a pilot. And so uh, among the survivors, though, many of them were from the larger plane that had the 10 cruise ship passengers. In fact, 10 people from that flight uh, were taken to hospitals. Some of them in Ketchikan, some of them have also been flown down to Seattle for treatment as well. So we've been trying to figure out, like, how could something like this happen? Well, what Jerry Kiefer told us is that these planes, there's so many of them, do not have equipment that would kind of tell you or there's no kind of alarm that would go off if there was another plane, like a cro- like a close call kind of sensor. There's nothing like that. They have to rely on visual flight rules and that can be very tricky. So earlier this morning, our John McComb spoke to Peter Greenberg. He's the senior travel advisor for CBS News. Uh, now, Peter did say that, you know, cruise lines are pretty thorough about their vetting when it comes to which third parties they engage with. With for these excursions? Well, they vet them pretty closely. In fact, Princess has been going to Alaska probably longer than any other major cruise line. They have so much of the infrastructure there, and they block book these uh, scenic tours, these air tours, you know, years in advance. So that's the history there. What the investigators are going to be looking for now is who is in radio communication, because the pilots in that region normally fly VFR, visual flight rules, it's, they fly under a, a scenario called C and B scene, which sounds a little scary, but it, it usually works. However, where they were flying, they were flying in the Misty Fjords area, and there's a reason why they call it the Misty Fjords area. Mm-hmm. It can get foggy. It can get misty. And when that happens, if you're not in radio contact and reporting your altitude, this is the, the first thing that the investigators are going to be looking for. That's Peter Greenberg. He is a senior travel advisor for CBS News. He was talking to our John McComb this morning. And here's the other thing. A lot, these are all small planes, as we mentioned, right, going by visual flight rules. And what Peter also pointed out is that these navigational aids are not close to anything that you would see on kind of big commercial jets. I have flown, in fact, both of those airlines. I have flown on both of those routes uh, with the de Havilland Otters and the other aircraft that we're talking about. The pilots in these situations are very experienced. Uh, they have to be. 
you know, they're not flying with normal navigational aids. They really have to know their distance. They have to know their altitude. They have to know exactly when to turn back if there's a problem. But more importantly, they also have to be able to look out the window and see what else is up there. If you take a look at the historic incidence level, it's not that much. I mean, when you think about how many of these planes are in the air during the Alaska cruise season, we're early in the season now. Uh, as you know, it goes from May till September. And if you, if you look at it for the last 20 years, there have been remarkably few accidents. However, what they may be looking at are some rule changes. And the rule changes in terms of flying protocols and identification and transponders. Right now, you're really flying in uncontrolled airspace up there. And there's not, enough, uh, air, there's not enough aviation activity to warrant controlled airspace. That's the, really, that's the rub here. Um, and, that's, and that's why these guys have been flying like this since flying began up there. All right. So that, again, is Peter Greenberg, senior travel advisor for CBS News. He was talking with our John McComb this morning. Uh, very common, as he pointed out, and as our guest pointed out earlier, to have lots of these small planes up in the air at this time of year, or really at any time of year. Uh, the larger plane here that had the 10 passengers and the pilot was operated by Taquan Air. Uh, this is something that they do regularly. Uh, this, it's a very common effort, they said, for them to be up there. It's a regional airline that is based in Ketchikan. And Taquan Air also released a statement saying that it was in the midst of an active crisis response and their focus is on assisting the passengers, the pilot staff, families, loved ones and first responders. But in the meantime, they've also suspended all scheduled flights and they're cooperating fully with the National Transportation Safety Board and the Federal Aviation Administration and other authorities, they said, to examine every aspect of this event. Uh, So there's a lot more to come on that. Now, Global News has also sent a team to Ketchikan. Uh, We hope to hear from them or get some kind of a report throughout the day today. So keep it tuned in here uh, for the very latest on that. There is more to come.